Welcome to the Casual Fridays REI podcast, where you'll learn about the wildly profitable niche of land investing. Active land investors Adam Southey and Justin Sleva are here to share their experiences with you so that you can learn how to build massive cash flow and huge profits from this highly lucrative niche. So without further ado, here are your hosts, Adam Southey and Justin Sleva. Hey, what's up, guys? I'm Adam Southey here with my co-host, Justin Sleva, and this is the Casual Fridays REI podcast. Today, we're going to be talking about the customer experience. Before we do that, though, we got a special one today because to, today's show is brought to you by actually one of our students and this great new product he has called The Bear Post. And so what it is, if you guys, just imagine you find yourself sitting at your desk all day long, you're sore, you've been working out, you got some knots or whatever, and... You want something to just get you that best leverage on that, like take like that, so that that myofacial recovery. Something to get in there and dig into it, really stretch that out. Well, he brought us one. It's awesome. We've got it up on our wall. Um, so we want to give a big shout out to him, and then also let you guys know about it. That you go check it out because he's giving a huge discount to you guys. Uh, if it's something you want to see, you just got to go over to thebearpost.com. Check it out. He's an awesome guy. He's uh, just getting started with us, and so show him some love. Yeah, discount code is Casual Fridays. You'll get thirty-seven percent off. We get nothing out of that. You get all of it, and that's yeah. free shipping as well for you. Oh, so there you go. Well, hello. Hey, happy Friday. Happy Friday, man. Uh, it's a, uh, it is a, it is a happy Friday. It should be because because <laughs> Did you it's have something in mind. Specific? No, just it's a, it's one of those good days. We got I, I, some days. You know, I was thinking about it. I saw a guy at the gym that was a. Uh, he uh, we worked with me at the railroad, and I hadn't seen him in a couple years, and we're friends. I just hadn't talked to him really. He he went on his own, left the railroad, and he's got some contracts with him now. But I was just thinking, I was like, man, life's a lot different than it was five, six years ago. Working full time for the man, and then doing now doing land full time, and or the, you know the coaching and the podcast and all that that comes along with it. But moving into that whole different space, I just kind of like, man, life's a little bit different, and my patience is different, and I'm. I'm just noticing this is, yeah, so when you say, is it really a good Friday? It's just a good Friday. Okay. It's, it's just one of those days that my uh, anniversary's coming up. She's got a lot of good things that are just, it's a positive space right now. I was going to say there's, well, not just your wedding anniversary, but it's almost land anniversary at the start of it. At least for me, it was like April 15th, and now it's, you know, it's middle of March now. Yeah, mine is April 19th will be the official first day of land full time. Um, it'll be that anniversary. Mm. So yeah, so it's I mean within a month of that. So I mean it's coming it's coming pretty quickly, and you know it's it's funny I I I try to equate some of these changes into like maturity. Um, just like I'm getting older, getting wiser, getting a little bit more patience. You deal with kids, getting a little more sass. But I don't know if that's necessarily true. I don't know if it's just kind of like, eh, I'm just not worth the fight sometimes, or worth the argument. Well, I, I was gonna chalk it up to age because you, were, you had to, we had talked about some things that happened over the weekend and how you acted differently. Differently, yeah. and I was thinking, oh, oh he's forty now. He's forty. He's more mature. That's that's not the Justin <laughs> I know and love. The Justin I know and love goes in with guns blazing, and uh, yeah, I know. And I was thinking that why it was going on too. I was like, huh, look at you, look at you right now. And it's, uh, but then I also have consciously been thinking about what would ten year old Justin think or what would seventeen year old Justin think. And that too, to me, has pushed me into some things that, you know, a you you, you don't want to take for granted some of the successes we've had, um, but b you want to understand that you know what it's like to have that six dollars in your checking account or not be able to provide or your parents not be able to provide what you you know want and need and you know being the parent that you wish you had. 
So, I mean, it kind of all comes circled around today because we're talking about the, the customer experience. And when we say that, we think customer experience, the person that's buying from us. But I, I would challenge us to, to, to flip that and say, let's talk about the client experience and what does that look like on the front side of our business? Yeah, well, when you initially brought this up, I thought exactly what you just said. It's the people that buy from you. Yeah. And I, and I was like, well, how are we going to talk about this? Because realtors sell everything. For yeah. Us, so. Well, but think, stop right there and think about that. Like how many of these people in this niche that listen to the show, whether they're clients of ours, a client of one of the other 10 or 12 coaching programs, how many of them worry about getting their selling website up, worried about how they're going to dispose of these squares or these, these desert squares or whatever they're thinking. I got to build an automated crypto thing into it. I got to build a credit card processor. And they worry about so much on a dip, disposition side, but in the same breath, they'll tell you, oh, investing is based on your inbound pipeline, but they never talk about the front side of that client experience. Mm-hmm. Well, what does that mean to you then? It's, it's interesting. So um, we have a new client, we have or a client, he's been working with me for about a year and a half now. And while we, well, we challenge each other and we, t- we talk at a, a more mature level. He's a mature guy. He's in his late fifties. And we talk at a level of, well, what do you think on this? And we've run down the scenarios together and we, we, we hammer on that. And he's kind of come up with a little remarketing tool. We've, we've gotten this question four times this week about everywhere, uh, small business. It, it's, it has some, it has some ideas to it that seem to work. They've tweaked it for the land business for us to making some changes in that. But He's talking, he, what he's doing is he's like, okay, what, when somebody sends him back something and they're negotiating, they're talking, he's wondering like, okay, what, what could we do different? What's automating it? And then he's starting to take the micro pieces to each piece of that customer experience and look at it. And I know in several, cl- uh, in consulting calls, I have those questions for guys and I'm like, okay, well, you know, we talk about the envelope envelope comes in the mail since we send direct mail, right? What does that envelope look like? Does it need to have something on the outside? Does it not? Does it need two pane window? Can it be handwritten on? If it's handwritten, what color is the ink? Are you thinking about that in your business? Are you thinking about those little tweaks? Are you testing it? Or are you saying, oh, well, this is just what they said, so I'm going to do it? Yeah. I mean, I think all that stuff's important for sure. I um, I think when you're first getting started, probably stick to as close as, close as possible. But once you figure that stuff out, then you start testing because... There's a lot that goes into getting someone to say yes nowadays besides just your letter. Okay. And so you got to think of those things that kind of take it to the extra, that extra mile. Yeah. Whether that's, heck, I don't, I don't even really know. Maybe, you know, uh, you've got maybe a video of yourself or you're talking well, to people or, well that, or whatever. And that's, right? Yeah. And that's kind of what this, this, this podcast is about is questioning those steps in there. So let's start back. You get the envelope. They, they get the envelope in the mail. They look at it. What makes them open it? So when they open it, what do they do with it? Do they read it? Is it a bunch of jargon in there? Or does it look real quick, concise, clean? What keeps their eyes on it? Is it above the fold that they focus on it? When they pull it out, is it folded just right? You know, what are those little things? You mentioned a video. How do you put a video in there? Because I've heard uh, another podcaster that's a land investor say that he sent video offers. Mm. You could do that. Mm. How much does it cost? Oh, it was expensive. Was the return on investment worth it for him? He says he doesn't really know. Yeah, I've always been under the perspective that we should keep this uh, as anti-corporate as possible. And yeah. That, that, to me, that means providing that extra touch of just like being the neighbor. Yeah. And taking that, you know, like you've mentioned, what does the letter say? Mm-hmm. Now your copy needs to sound like we're friends already talking. Yeah. I don't know if that's going to change people for me, mad or not, but it okay. takes that extra mile to where you think about that kind of stuff. It's just not some rewritten or mass-produced letter that everybody's used that 
may or may not even sound like you. Yeah. And that's, and that's a big thing for me is when somebody buys our course and they're like, Oh, I'm sending out my letter. I'm just using y'all's letter. Okay, great. Did you at least read it and make sure it makes sense? Because I have received my exact letter from somebody else that says they've been buying and selling real estate since 2004 in this in DFW area, but they're from Arizona or they're from Oregon. And you're going, what the, that, this doesn't even make sense. Like you didn't even take the time to do that. So if you're not taking the time to understand that piece of it, what are you really doing in your business? And I know most people, there's a lot of people in a lot of counties getting letters every single week. Well, and that's, right. and that's why I'm, I want to bring this topic up because it's going to be the little steps in that, that you can differentiate yourself. And it's a, it's, it's not a hard thing to do. So I, I had a client that said, Hey, I got a copywriter, write my stuff, read through it. Oh, it looks okay. But then there were certain things in there that turned me off as a potential client. Like I'm not paying you more than this. I can't pay you anywhere near market value. What's the chance that that person knows market value? You know, there's, there's things that just like, oh, well, this guy doesn't sound like he's fun to do business with. Or, you know, you said the friendly thing. It's, oh, well, he's telling me he's screwing me. Well, I don't want to be screwed. You know, the kind of the impression is there is, yeah, I'm an investor. Yes, I offer a, a, a service because I'm quick close, I'm cash, and I'm, I'm here now. You don't have to market. You don't have to worry about it. You know, wait. So that's the service you're providing. That comes at a cost. That's kind of a, a known thing. That, that it's, it's, it's just assumed that, yeah, you're getting a little bit of discount, but I don't have to worry about anything. Mm-hmm. And where I was trying to go with that is like because people are getting multiple offers a week in some some cases, yeah. like they're going to go with the letter or the person that resonates with them the most. Mm-hmm. And if you can provide for what we're saying here, that best customer service, you know, something that resonates with them. Maybe your letter is more personal. Maybe the way you talk to them is more personal. But you, you do the things that you say you're going to do. Like that's what's really going to separate you from the person who gets, you know, the person between you and the people who don't get the deal. Yeah. And I, I, uh, I agree with that. And I think that there's going to be keys to that. So when you have the letter, you have your contract, you know, are they easy to read? Are they clean? Is there typos? Is it, has it been, you know, is it on proper spacing? Is it things like that? Is it, is it look professional enough that you can afford the, to buy the 10 or 15 or the $20,000 property? Or is it a, does it look like, oh crap, this guy doesn't know what he's doing. Does he even speak English? And you know, you have those type of questions. So there is a presentation that needs to take place. But then again, it's like, we've seen, where guys have taken that same list and followed up with a text message and pick a couple deals up. They've followed up with postcards. They've, they've used like the everywhere small business that says, Hey, this person visited your website to check you out. Why didn't they leave, you know, their information or were they just making sure you were real? You know, so there's, there's questions like that that take place and you have to ask yourself, does your letter, does your letter get somebody in the funnel and get the best person to you, that potential client and let them know that, Hey, I am willing to buy. I want to talk to you because at the end of the day, that piece of marketing is just to get them on the phone with you. It is not your end-all, be-all pricing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we have been getting a lot of questions about everywhere small business. Mm-hmm. Um, I personally haven't tested it. I know at one point, at least Deb talked about it at our, at our last live event, was like they have something new coming out that to me sounded a little better where you send the mail, it has a website on it, mm-hmm. and they come check your website, and then auto send something and else. then it auto-sends a postcard to them within 48 hours they yeah. receive it. It's like, hey, you know, we're still interested in buying your land. To me, that, that, that double follow-up seems to be in my opinion, might may or may not be better. I don't know. I, Again, I, I haven't tested it, but yeah, I I agree that there is there's a multiple touch that's going to have to take place. There's there's multiple touches. There's, there's getting them in the funnel, keep them in, keep starting to heat that lead up because, like you said, it, we have not shied away from the fact that mail counts are going up, mm-hmm. and that's that's good and bad. That's good because hey, there's more people in the niche, but it also it does wear down your potential client. So do you start looking? You start adjusting your data a little bit. You start looking at different types of people to shop from. But then 
you also have to start differentiate yourself with those other touches and hey yeah oh okay that logo looked familiar let me check back in with them or you know they touch your website it automatically sends it uh, maybe it's a, a ringless voicemail afterwards it says hey notice you came by the website is there any questions we can we'd still love to buy your land maybe it's a video on your website that says hey this is what i do this is how i do it now you've got the human element in there you know what are those little things can you do because as we all change so you said you know this will be, your anniversary is coming up you know mine for full time is coming up so six years it went from standard little letters to, you know, the, the letters changed a little bit, the contracts changed a little bit, but the world as a whole has changed a lot in what we use in technology, like QR codes, things like that. Um, the way your website interface is, you know, we, our first couple of websites were just word, word doc, or what, what do you call that? WordPress, WordPress, just basic plugins. Didn't really say much, you know? I still have the same one. I mean, I, yeah, I haven't updated it, but yeah, and so, but as as but what people look at in a website, they look for different things. It, what's mm-hmm. normal to our eye? I mean, shit, look how many times the Facebook logo has just mm-hmm. mildly tweaked, the Google logo mildly tweaked. You know, there's a constant evolution that has to happen. And if you're not asking yourself, does what I have in place resonate with a customer, then you're missing the point. Mm-hmm. Yeah, what's that saying? If you're not growing, you're dying. And I kind of feel like that needs to happen. I used to have mm-hmm. a, this real estate boss who. uh was real big, and I think it was Disney World, Disneyland or Disney World. Is it one of those that the people who work there will never say no? Have you heard that? It's like their customer service is supposed to be so out, out amazing that like okay. they'll make anything happen. Have you ever heard this? Uh, I think it's Disney World, but I have not heard yeah, this. So she used to say we're going to be the Disney World of real estate. Okay. And so I I get where she was going with that, and I think it may, you know we can bring that over to what we're doing, but it's not, not that we're going to never say no. Yeah, it's a yes, but. Yeah. Yeah, but. Yeah, but. Yeah. <laughs> That's, I think that's kind of where we need to take it is like, if you want to get those deals, are you going the extra mile? Are you doing what you need to do? Are you evolving? Are you adapting? Are you doing all that and making it happen? So, yeah. And I, I think that what's going to happen is we're going to get about 20 emails back off this podcast and they're going to go, well, what should we do? What's the magic key? <laughs> and the, the answer to that question is what does it fit your business style? What fits your personality? Are you a person that likes to sit in front of a computer and set up a text blast and blast out three or 400 texts and follow-ups, you know? Is that what you like? Are you a type of person that wants to put together a packet on stuff where you go stalemate in a negotiation? Like I, I tell them 17,000, they say, no, we're stuck at 25. Do you walk back in and say, Hey, here's a, uh, here's a contract for the $18,000. Now, if that's my final, if you decide you want to do it, let me know. I'd, I'd love to do the deal with you and then send it back to them. So they have something tangible. Does it come in a different envelope? Does, does your letters come in a different envelope now? Does it come in a bigger envelope? Does Do those things matter to your business and, and what that is? You know, text messages, ringless voicemails, QR codes with videos, um, follow-up postcards, you know, capturing the cookie from them and, and making those adjustments. All those are technology-driven and help you kind of have more of a touch. Mm-hmm. Yeah, those were, that was a really good list. So, yep. So there's your nutshell there. Spend some time, learn about it, and don't be afraid to look at other types of of industry that and see what they do, like if it, whether it's direct mail, the type of mass marketing that they touch, and how can you move that into your business, and, and can you implement pieces of that relatively cheaply into your business? Cool. All right, I think we got the point across there. Yeah, I think so. Okay. Uh, before, because we didn't mention it, um, but if you want to talk about killer customer service, we're going to have that in our subdivide masterclass. Oh, here we go. <laughs> So we're still, uh, I'm still taking calls for those. You got three more weeks to get in and get your questions answered, but also go back and listen to the subdivide masterclass uh, podcast episode number 375. 
Um, this is going to be huge. I've been talking. I've been my schedule's been full all week talking to people, and we are only taking five. Looking for the best five that we can change lives for this first time. And uh, yeah, so if you have questions, make sure you set up that call. Can I ask you an honest question? Sure. How many people have you talked to that have said they were ready to go? Because uh, I I told you I thought it was going to sell out early, and mm-hmm. I have a feeling that it's it's got enough people in place that it it could be. Um, it's, it's going to be, we're picking through and probably have a backup class ready yeah. in, in six, eight months. Yeah. So it's hard to tell because we're recording it on Tuesday and this drops Friday, but okay. of everyone I've talked to so far, mm-hmm. um, it's probably been 70, 75% are like, yeah, I'll pay right now. Yeah. You know, and, and the rest are like, okay, this sounds great. I need to keep working on my business so I can be part of the next one. It's, yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean the, the interest is, is very real and it should be because, this is gonna. It's a it's a it's, it's a once one in a kind offering. Yeah, and this isn't something we're just so people know. We're not gonna run this forever. Yeah, we are gonna cap the amount of classes we do because this is how we expect to make our living going on for a long time, and yeah. and we don't want to overrun the niche, but we do want to have a solid group of people that we can work with. Yeah, I don't think it overruns a niche. I think what I think the big the big key here, the big takeaway is why would you want to teach somebody this? if it's going to take away from your business and it's to increase the deal load that we look at mm-hmm. and the amount of people, because it's, it's a lot funner for us to throw 20 to 50 to a hundred thousand dollars and eight or nine deals at once and, and see that generate, you know, if you got eight deals out there, eight subdivides or eight, you know, deals like that. And you put, and they all cut up to like five or 10 parcels. Now you're looking at 80 pieces of inventory sitting out that you have a piece on that are all looking at hundred, hundred plus ROI at, and you, you scale super yeah. quickly. Yeah, I and mean, you're it, siloed. You've got, let's just for easy numbers, you got 10 subdivides, mm-hmm. you got 100 grand in each one of them. Mm-hmm. Your risk is spread across those 10. Yeah. Instead of, instead of just like going out and finding one that you put a million bucks into. Yeah. Right. And then as those things pay off, well, now you've just got all this inventory sitting out there. And as it sells, you've got these huge months coming in. But mm-hmm. then, plus, you're doing it with your friends, which is important because mm-hmm. as an entrepreneur, it can be lonely. Yeah. And, uh, Everyone gets rich together. And just I, that's that's I, the plan. I like it. I I know we've said this. I've got seven in different varying processes right now with cash all and all of them, and it's uh, I, and this is not a flex or bragging any in any way, but right now I'm averaging over a hundred thousand dollars a month in profit, and it looks like that all the way through the rest of the year, and that's a that's a good year. That's a it's a really solid year. Mm-hmm. So all that money goes back into these deals and just keep going because the hope is to continue growing this to a point where we, we get to see some guys be successful in several different States while we're helping them here from good old Texas. Yep. So anyway, if you want to talk more about that, go on our website, there's a schedule call button. It's the same schedule call button that you would use. If you're trying to learn about the blueprint, there's no difference. Um, I can't really separate the calls that I take. So just go ahead and uh, sign up for a time that works for you. And I'll answer any questions. So that's it for today, guys. Uh, as always, if you like what you heard, go to Facebook, Instagram, YouTube, give us a like, follow, subscribe, and then go to iTunes, go to Stitcher, go to wherever else you're listening to us, like, review, and subscribe to the show. Appreciate it. Love you. See you next Friday. See you guys.